This is the path we take. I'm your host, Hayden Anderson. And I'm Natalie Lorati. And welcome to our show. You look absolutely amazing right now. I hope thank you know you. That. Oh, thank you. I can so, hear the sarcasm just dripping from your... <laughs> <laughs> the sweatshirt. Oh. oh, the bun too. <laughs> can you see the bags under my eyes? Oh my yeah, God. Just a little bit. Oh, Were you out late last night? No, I went to bed at like 9 p.m. Hmm. Like a... Oh. So what what have you been up to this last week? Start off with a little recaps you like to do. Um, work has been super busy, which is fine. I actually I kind of enjoy that a little bit. To say it's it's a little too busy, but that's fine. Um, went wine tasting on the last nice day of what felt like summer, but it's not summer anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was gorgeous. And then just mostly been keeping in touch with friends. I had a therapy session last Wednesday. Oh, I did touch upon that. I did. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've been really good since then. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just loving this fall weather right now in Portland. It's been great. How about you? Uh, it is still pretty much summer here. It gets down to like 50 degrees, 40 degrees at night, some nights, and then every day it's been getting up to like 88, 89. So it's not like too hot. It's been pretty good. Let's see. That's actually kind of too hot for me because I just don't do well with heat because I'm a baby. Stay inside, get some AC, and you're good. Yeah, I do that most days. I don't leave my house and like a lot. That's fine. Mm. I've also had a busy week this last week, both in terms of work and just life. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go out rock climbing a lot more, joined a, a nice rock climbing gym. I made some good friends rock climbing. You went on a pretty big hike, it looked like, this weekend. I did. I, I was very hungover on Saturday, and I wanted to do it then, but I couldn't make it. And <laughs> Sunday... <laughs> <laughs> Sunday I was like all right we're doing this we're doing a sunrise hike and I got up at 5 30 uh snooze so then went to about 5 40 <laughs> drove oh. drove out to a really nice hike and I had an amazing amazing hike I had some good photos that I put up on Instagram always go check that out <laughs> quick little plug again <laughs> little plug there um, I'm also getting ready for a presentation I'm giving, uh, and it'll be, I believe it's like two weeks from now. It's October 8th up in Seattle. I'll be giving a presentation on mental health and, uh, its relation to purpose and just kind of finding your purpose because, uh, I'm part of a, a, uh, an event that's called Purpose Accelerator Live and that, that's going to be up in Seattle and I'm pretty stoked for that. Do you know if there's going to be a recording, like someone recording that? Because if so, we'll definitely post that because that will be super cool. Follow up with you on that. I'm not sure if there's going to be like a live live video of, of everyone. It's not just me speaking either. There's a, a good, good panel speaking there, and then it's just going to be a fun little party too. Cool. Well, sounds like you and I had pretty busy weeks, honestly. Yes. Um, working, working, working. Yeah. Do you want to kick off what we're talking about this week? I know we we went on a whole tangent last week about 
this topic, but I got super excited. So this week we're going to talk about love languages and how we both receive love, how we like to give love. Um, and we're and guessing each other's. Yes, we, we both took a, a quiz right before this uh, to, and we have no idea what each other's are. I don't know what hers is. I have a guess. So we're gonna we're gonna guess what each other's is, and then we'll go over some of the results that we took from our test. Yeah. So first okay. off, what are the love yeah. languages? Matt, do you wanna jump in on that? Yes. They there's five of them. Mm-hmm. And they are words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. It's not just gifts, it's receiving gifts, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Quality time and then acts of service. Mm-hmm. And I was very intentional to, to mix to mix them up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, don't just recite what yours are. Exactly. <laughs> um uh, what 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 would you say? Obviously, physical touch is pretty obvious. It's you know being very close, handsy, not exactly unwanted hands but <laughs> <laughs> it's all consensual here um well, exactly there. yeah i uh, know in the quiz a lot it's like oh like receiving a hug from someone that you love mm-hmm. they like to do use interesting phrasing of a gentle hand grace in public which i found hilarious i would say a lot of this, <laughs> a lot of these tests in general focus a lot on couples relationships but i would say that they can also kind of go over into friendships and plenty of other types of relationships. Like it's just not pure relationship relationships, couples. Yeah. So like I've learned a lot from like how I give love. Um, and then receiving gifts is very self-explanatory as well. Honestly, all of them are. I didn't really learn about love languages until I was, I want to say like early college or something because my sister would actually be like oh you should take this test and her love language ours are different and so us having the realization of what we both value and how we see love Mm -hmm. just they don't necessarily align and so that's something her and I have really worked on in our relationship I feel like we've never had a bad one Mm -hmm. but just to further understand and deepen that like you said it's not romantic but like having that understanding has been super helpful for think the both of us and to be like oh maybe that's not the best way to approach this because mm-hmm. that's not theirs i was trying to not say what mine was i almost did a couple of times <laughs> it's hard not to i feel like we got we got to get into this real quick so first off we took the five love languages.com slash quizzes love language uh mm-hmm. obviously i did mine for profile for singles and trying to figure that out yeah did you yours came out broken down in percentages right yeah i was surprised by like how spread out the percentages were it wasn't like a hundred it wasn't like 50 50 just on two it was you know it's spread out amongst them all oh so yours is pretty spread is there a queer Uh, my highest was a 37 percent and my lowest was a seven percent okay i'll tell you my highest was 40 percent and my lowest was three percent oh you got a bigger spread. I do. Okay. Hmm. So I'm going to guess yours is 
Oh, I don't want to say that it's just like hug me and tell me I'm pretty, but <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> oh my god! No way! I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's gonna be physical touch and. Well, I'm gonna switch that up. I'll say quality time and words of affirmation. Which one's top for you? Right, which one are you guessing is the top for me? Quality time. That is my top. I'm very much a quality time person. That is my 40%. Wow. Um, and then my two through four are actually fairly close. The second one is 23%, and the other three and four are both tied at 17. Mm. I'm going to say physical touch. Switching huh? up. Physical touch, the second one. It's not. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it's acts of service. Really? Yeah, which is funny because I took this test. I have like multiple phones out right now. I took this test two years ago as well, and I still have those results, and they're extremely similar. Of It's the exact same order, and words of affirmation and physical touch are both tied for my three spot, I guess is what it would be. Um, and that's the exact same as it was two years ago. So I nothing has changed. I know I've taken this quiz before, but I'm pretty sure I got the same top two, but the bottom three are completely different. And the percentages are definitely different. Is yours quality time and then physical touch? What, which one are you going to put up? Quality time is your top one. That is okay. incorrect. Uh, oh, is it physical touch is your top one? Physical touch is my top one, yes. Okay. I had a feeling, but then I was like, no, just like my mix second. it up. Oh, shit. I should have just gone with it. Okay. What about my second one? I, I did get your second one. What about it? You're going to guess it? Quality so time. Physical touch was my top one. And then quality time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was like, I got your top two correct, just not in the right order. Okay. And my then three are actually so physical touch was 37%, which obviously it's pretty significant. Yeah. My next two are actually pretty close. So quality time I have 27% and acts of service is 20%. Oh. I was surprised because I thought words of affirmation would have been a lot higher. Mm-hmm. Is gifts your bottom one too? Yeah. I don't really care about gifts. I don't I know anyone it. who's Personally, at least, I don't know anyone whose gifts is their top. And I don't think if gift is your top, it makes you selfish. I just feel I value acts of service more than gifts. But I've been told by a lot of people, which we'll kind of get into more, that I give gifts mm-hmm. slash acts of service kind of because I think they kind of go hand in hand. I think I probably give the most of physical touch, quality time, but I also give a good amount of gifts. But I would I would say my top two are still the same that I, I give out that I, I want to receive. I've always been kind of somebody that tends to do things that I want to get for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a little oh. bit more weird than I wanted it to. <laughs> I, yeah, that doesn't surprise me, though, that both of ours is, our, our, I guess, our top yeah. two has quality time in it yours is physical touch but um yeah you also know me i'm not a huge touchy person 
Yeah, that's true. But I like it. Like I just that's just not how I primarily feel like I need to be shown love. It is downpouring right now. I can't hear. Okay. Oh, I have headphones in. Yeah, but I'll send you a video later. My cats are looking outside because I've never seen anything like it. Mm. Um but yeah. I, I can definitely believe mine physical touch. I've always been a big hugger and it's like the thing I probably get the compliments the most on is just my hugs. There is something so even though I'm not physical touch isn't like my top or whatever, just that reassuring feeling of having a hug from someone that you love. Mm-hmm. Like just that like warm embrace. Hugs with people I don't know make me a little uncomfy. And now with COVID, I feel like it's been nice because then I can be like, no, I'm not doing hugs, even though like, you know, mm. yeah. So have you talked to any of your partners before about these specific like love languages? Yeah, I have. Um, I don't think you need to be like completely aligned with your partner. I just think it's like kind of good to know mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think. I didn't know about it in my, I guess I've only really known in like my past relationship and then like casually dating that's like come up and stuff. Cause I just find it interesting to ask people um, and careful to not like put people in a box if that is what there's is, mm-hmm. but me and my last partner, ours were just slightly different, but I felt we definitely quality time was at the top for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was good. And I mean, physical touch was higher on theirs, but yeah, I've talked about it. Have you long story short? Yeah. I've definitely talked about it with a couple of, of partners that I've had. Um, generally I like to spend a good amount of time with my partners. And then obviously just physical touch is, is generally there. I'm, I'm, all, I'm a big cuddler, a big hugger. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm just a, a fluffy bear, um, but obviously I don't. That's that's not what they were. Um, I know some one partner that I had uh, was a lot more into like words of affirmation, and I think once we talked about that and I kind of understood it a little bit more, I think it helped me be a better boyfriend, um, mm-hmm. just because I, I could understand her a bit better. And I could not only increase the love that we had, but just like help her feel more comfortable. And I feel like a lot of these these languages are just how do you feel comfort and how are you feeling more comfortable with another person? And how, yeah. how do they need to be? to to feel more comfortable like what what can you do to help them Mm -hmm. i over the years i've gotten a lot better like words of affirmation but also i think i wasn't very good at it telling i felt awkward telling people how much i cared about them Mm -hmm. and such and so because that's one of my sister's top ones for example is words of affirmation and I just like would never be like oh like I love you I care about you I think you're great and sometimes she's just like I just feel like you kind of just like walk through life and like just like I don't even exist or like you know 
like I don't acknowledge that. And now I've gotten so much better of just re- even just reaching out and telling someone, I was like, hey, I'm thinking of you and I love you. Like I do that to friends because one, I mean it, but I've just gotten a lot more conscious about doing that. Um, yeah. So you said earlier that you tend to give gifts a lot. Is that more in the beginning of your relationship, later in the relationship, or, and are they like, are they grand gestures when you're doing this? Or are they usually just like small things like, hey, I was at the store, I found this. Or is it something that you kind of went out of your way to do? Um, I guess some, it's hard because sometimes it's acts of service too, because we've debated like bringing someone coffee if that's an act of service or if that's a gift. <laughs> um, I think most people Depends honestly on how much you need the coffee. <laughs> what? Depends on how much you need the coffee. True. But um, I think like in the beginning of relationships, like going more out of my way to make dinner and stuff, that's an act of service. Never mind. Oh. I don't know. But yeah, making dinner is totally, totally an act of service. But also, okay, I guess. For example, someone that was working at the gym I go to, I adore him. I think he's great. He um, was leaving. It was his last day. I brought him a gift, just like some chocolate. I wrote him a card of just like, I'm going to miss you. Um, I'll mm-hmm. meet you at your old or your new job. And because like, he's now will be a server or whatever. Um, and that was a way I do that. And just like little things that I see for people. I'm like, oh, I thought of you. You've been talking about this. Let me grab this. Oh, we talked about trying this new drink or just something. And like, if I'm at the store, I'll pick it up for somebody and be like, oh, I thought of you. I saw this. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think? And they're never big. Like, I don't give, I guess, big gifts for people mm-hmm. typically, unless it's for like birthdays and stuff. Mm-hmm. My last partner didn't have a lot of things for their apartment and for their birthday I printed out a bunch of I got family photos and like a picture they'd taken on a trip and I like blew them up and put them in frames and like did little touches like that so that was like a way for me to show love um and I also find giving gifts just fun too but it can get expensive yeah and I I think for me because I I tend to give gifts usually I don't know. I feel like it's a lot earlier in relationships. I tend to give more gifts. Uh, and that's generally just because I don't know what their love languages are. Um, and so, I don't know, I, I use what I, what I can and, and I try to do little things or even for like all of my friends, generally, if I'm like out on the town and I see a little trinket here or there and it just makes me think of someone, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pick it up and get it. Those things usually are Yeah, because you see, so, it, it just, it, you think of them. And I think that's super sweet. Yeah. Do you um, think, like, buying someone dinner when they weren't expecting it is a gift? Okay, I'm so sorry. It is absolutely just, I haven't seen Portland look rain like this, and I don't remember how long, and it's insane. Sorry, I'm just distracted. My window is, like, covered. Um, see like a tree moving and that's about it oh god i'm gonna i'll text you a video all right um 
Uh, so dinner, I would say it depends. Like if I ask you out to dinner, I usually expect to be like paying for it. If we decide together that we're going to go out to dinner, then I mean, sometimes I'll still pay. I think it, it really just depends. Usually because you I, want I to, or you're people. trying to fit gender rules. I, I, if you know me, I don't really try to fit gender rules. It's I usually know. just because I'm trying to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and you make that money. <laughs> I, I, I do okay. I mean, as a, as a software engineer, I, I'm, I do all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I also know how much it can mean to some people to like be worried about going out on a date. So I remember like when I was in college and I, I didn't make any money when my caps. Out, it meant a lot more. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. I am the same way, but I guess do you want to elaborate on why you think, physical touch is your number one or like what that means to you as that is your number one? I mean, I'm very weird kind of with physical touch. It's always been something I don't know why exactly that that's the case, but I do know like if I'm ever in an argument with literally anyone, for me, a hug at the end or, or like anything that was like just slightly physical touch it brings me immediately an immense like relief from the, the stress from an argument. Yeah. So I would say like that to me is, is like something that I can clearly define as like, okay, we've worked it through or everything's going to be okay. It's going to be one of those two, whether yeah. we still have stuff to talk about and communicate more. If it's like the end of the night and like you're both tired, it's not going anywhere. Like I can get at least like a hug good night. I know that like we are still trying to work on it. And it's not just a shit show that's gonna stay a shit show. Yeah, I've yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, um, I don't know. I, I think it's probably just chemicals in my brain for just going into relationships and having that physical touch. Do you also don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but um was that something you felt like you lacked as a child or was that, was that some, okay. Cause I feel like you could kind of go either way of like, Oh, that was so normal for you. That's, that's kind of like what you expect or that you never got that. And so like, that's what you crave. I just didn't. And there's so many other reasons too. I would say, yeah, my mom probably hugged me a lot. (laughs) I think I probably got a lot of, of hugs Mm -hmm. and just general whatever from my mom. Um, I was definitely a little mama's boy when I was young, and uh, I was always grateful for that. Um, I feel like my dad was probably a little bit more distant just because of how he was raised, um, but he was still always there for a hug, and I remember that as well. And he that's He's who I learned how to hug from because he's this monstrous man. That's so cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't know, my, my father is six foot six. And when I was young, he was more than 300 pounds. He was Big a very, man. very large mountain man. <laughs> uh, and he's 
not he's not nearly as big anymore, but he's he's still just a giant teddy bear. Yeah. I feel like physical touch is something I've had to like get more accustomed to because I don't know. I it was never neglected as a child of anything. I was like, I don't want you to hug me because <laughs> I was just being honestly a brat. Um, but still not a huge hugger or anything. But when I am in a relationship, I do find it very comforting. Mm-hmm. And for me with quality time too, I spent a lot of quality time. Like my family is incredibly close. And not only like in proximity, but just relationship wise too. Even my extended family lives in Oregon. So I was used to having family dinners. I was used to going on family vacations or like just get togethers. And I know not every family is like that, but to me, I get really value that time I have with people because I don't have either of my grandpas and stuff. And so I just like, I'm aware that life is short. People in my family have had cancer, you know, like my mom's had it twice, like all those things. I just think I place a lot of value on the time I have with people. Mm-hmm. And I've learned too that I've always said I'm not a people person because I think I'm more introverted, but I've really, especially in the last couple months, come to realize how much I value time with people I care about more so and I spend a lot of time with a select number of people but Mm -hmm. people because I value that time a lot I feel like that's something that you probably gain more and more appreciation of as you get older because I know quality time for me has definitely changed um as I've had friends die and family members die and just realizing like the amount of time that you have with someone is not infinite. Like it's very finite and not knowing when that end is going to be, I think really can change your perspective on, on a lot of things. Quality time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, that just like stuck with me and just kind of, <laughs> yeah, you just don't think about that all the time too. And sometimes I think we can get wrapped up in like what's going on in our lives a lot. Mm-hmm. Was there somebody specific that you lost that you think probably changed your outlook on quality time? Um, it's a really good question. I think... It was my uncle Ken, so my oldest aunt, aunt, whatever, um, on my dad's side, he passed away, I think I was eight years old, I was really young, and I remember, I think why that had such a last impact on me was he was a, like a lot more reserved man, but mm-hmm. incredibly thoughtful and sweet, but I personally didn't get as close to him as I think like looking back that I wanted to because everyone has so many great stories and also I was really young but I was I his aunt my aunt um teaches piano so I would go take piano lessons from her and while that was happening my sister would like go play ball with 
Ken. And Mm -hmm. they had a lot of time together that I'm so thankful for the time that I have with my aunt. And those are times I cherish. But I was so young that I didn't think ever that I'd have like an end time Mm -hmm. with him. Um, And so hearing how much she valued that time, I'm like, I wish I had some of that too. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. And like now my aunt she married and stuff and I adore her husband so, so, so much. And I love both of them that I like spending a lot of time with them too, mm-hmm. because I never know when that's gonna, <laughs> you know, they're in good health and stuff, but you know, mm-hmm. things to think about. I feel like part of me also, like I enjoy quality time, especially with family members, but I have something weird in me that just makes me have to go adventure and do things. That's probably why I moved across the country and yeah. moved to the middle of nowhere. I've never even met anyone in Colorado until I moved here. Like, You're also I, just really good at meeting people too. I, Maybe as you've gone older. I, 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 I've, done, I've been doing pretty good here in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah and i've been very lucky to have like a roommate that that has like taken time to to want to hang out and that's been nice this is a slight tangent but roommates can definitely make or break a lot of things <laughs> mm-hmm. i didn't know that but that's really good that y'all have a good relationship well i currently still expect the laws to get a little bit more strict with COVID and everything coming around. I don't know if they will, but there's definitely a bit there where I was like, yeah, we're going right back into quarantine. If I'm going to, I can't live alone and work remotely. <laughs> That's what I do. Alone. Yeah. <laughs> that, like mentally for me, I can't do that. Yeah. Which I also think is, I already, even two years ago, quality time was my number one. And now with COVID, I like quality time is Mm-hmm. It's just gotten even more solidified better. itself as my number one because <laughs> I spent a lot of time with myself and I would want to spend time with other people. Um. Oh, go ahead. I didn't have a straight thought. No, I think I think we've covered our love languages and just the importance of certain things, and obviously quality time for us both is is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh. I always enjoyed our quality time going to and from racquetball practice because you were too too baby to have a car. And <laughs> I got you literally only had to do it for one year. Um, uh, it was like two. No, because I got a car my sophomore year. Maybe I just did it for fun. Yeah, probably. So could hang out. Um, I remember you had a car often, and I would still come pick you up. I think you just wanted to hang out with me at that point. <laughs> uh, well, maybe. Maybe. Um, we were friends already. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's a good wrap on. And that leads energy. me to be super excited to talk about. Next I'm so excited. <laughs> so next week, we're going to be talking about being your unapologetic true self and really showing who you are without remorse and just loving yourself to the fullest extent. And we are going to have a guest speaker. Our first guest. Our first guest speaker. And this, this 
fantastic person, Doctor. Who I haven't met. I haven't, haven't met him. Yeah. I've never met him, but I'm super uh, excited. I met him. I've known him for a while. This is Doctor Blaze Fafman. He's a he's an amazing, amazingly gay person. Like he. <laughs> like that's not where i thought you were gonna go with that at all (laughs) i know but he is like so he he's very outwardly gay which i love and he owns it and he's just he's the person that i always think of it's just like he totally lives his true self in like in every sense of it and i'm so excited to have him on to talk about talk about this because i know i've struggled especially when I was going through my depression um, to, to live, you know, unapologetically me. And I know that he has some perspectives that I will never understand. Yeah. Um, I don't really know a lot of his upbringing, but I know that he has probably struggled with a lot of diversity. <laughs> um and so Did you yeah. say diversity or adversity adversity oh, okay I, I think i maybe i admit, i think you said diversity but i knew i know what you meant adversity. okay sorry continue yes. thank you <laughs> i was like that doesn't sound quite right <laughs> oh words are so, hard yeah, i i'm super stoked to have him on next week and we're gonna have a really really good episode i'm so happy that he wants to and is willing to talk to us um and just i don't know what this conversation is gonna look like but i'm super super excited it's gonna gonna be good i know that thanks for tuning in to the path we take i'm hayden anderson and i'm natalie larati and thank you so much for listening you can find us on all the major podcast platforms Feel free to give us only five-star reviews. Um, Leave your comments, questions over there. And then also follow us on Instagram at the path we take pod. And you can also follow us both on our personals if you want. Way less exciting though. Much, much less exciting. Yeah. Mine's just my first and last name. Mine is H Anderson 333. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Woo!